Yo, what up? This is D-Night, and you're listening to the Part in the Interaction Podcast. It is pocket parting time, and I hope you have some deep pockets, because we have a lot to get to. Uh, but before we jump into that, let me give a shout-out to our sponsor, Sheets and Giggles, my man Colin D. McIntosh. You might remember him from appearing on the podcast like a month ago, and he fucking crushed it. Uh, he's got a dope-ass Christmas sale going on at SheetsandGiggles.com. Make sure you check that out. Oh, and, you know... By the way, check the description. Make sure you get a little par and pod discount on top of that. All right, let's jump in. It has been quite the week for the Republican Party. They have been put through the ringer. We will just get to a handful of headlines and run down the list just so you understand the kind of disarray the party is in and the debacle that they are. So first of all, you may or may not remember last week, George Santos got expelled. Uh, enough of his Republican cohorts decided to join with Democrats in ousting him after uh, not only being charged with a number of crimes by federal investigators, but after the completion of a House Ethics Committee run by Republicans, it came to the conclusion that George Santos not only committed a bunch of crimes, but he's just a horrible fucking person. And the worst of his offenses being that he stole a bunch of money from campaign donors and spent it on his OnlyFans addictions. A- after he said he didn't know what OnlyFans was. <laughs> um, so that's that's one House Republican down. Their majority is getting smaller. We'll get back to that momentarily. Um, Trump was also found to have moved $40 million out of the Trump organization to his personal bank account without notifying the court-appointed financial monitor which is a violation of Judge Ngoron's court order. You know, Judge Ngoron up in New York, who's overseeing the, the Trump or trial as we speak. Uh, yes, that's right. I know you've forgotten about this because the media hasn't brought it up, but Trump and his family and his company, they're on trial right now. Um, so supposedly he took all of this money out of the company to pay his taxes, even though he was supposed to notify the court appointed monitor that if he were to move anything above the amount of $5 million out of the company that he was to notify uh, the court appointed monitor and the monitor alerted the court, which is a big whoopsie doodle that he's not supposed to be taking that much money and funneling it out of the company, uh, potentially sheltering that money from any of his liabilities uh, at the end of this trial. So that's that's not ideal and <laughs> not ideal behavior on his part just makes you look even fucking worse. And of course, you know, he was saying that he was going to use the money to pay taxes or use it to pay taxes, uh, which is a fucking shock because as we've seen, Trump doesn't pay taxes. Hmm. Also, Judge Tanya Chuckin, who's presiding over the criminal case in which Trump's charged charged with interfering in the 2020 election. Uh, She's overseeing that D.C. case. Uh, She ruled that Trump is not immune from criminal prosecution, point blank, period. Uh, She just hammered him in court, just basically saying, you ain't a fucking monarch, get the fuck out of here, bro. Like, what are we doing here? Um, Not in those words, but like the sentiment is is accurate. Um, Also, in an appeals uh, court, he was also found to be not immune from civil prosecution, uh, or at least not on the grounds of the evidence that he presented. So, I mean, double-barreled shotgun to Trump's immunity claims. There, they've they've just gone up in smoke. And speaking of holding a shotgun to Trump's head, Mike Pence has apparently ratted out his attempted coup to prosecutors. And one of the facts that he has recently revealed 
uh, is that he admitted that he wasn't, in fact, going to preside over the certification of Joe Biden's electoral win on January 6th. Now, you may or may not remember one Senator Chuck Grassley uh, putting it out there publicly on January 5th that Pence wouldn't be there on January 6th to preside over the certification process. Everybody was like, what the fuck? And then Pence showed up. Well, apparently uh, Grassley was not lying. (laughs) Pence had, in fact, decided that he was not going to attend. He was going to step out of the way of Chuck Grassley and other Trump co-conspirators in Congress and allow them to attempt to end our democracy and follow through on their conspiracy to either illegally certify the fake electors, the fraudulent electors, or to or to refuse to certify the lawful electors and send the decision back down to the state legislatures, a majority of which were controlled by Republicans and they were going to unilaterally decide that Trump was the winner of the 2020 election, disregarding the votes of actual Americans. Chuck Grassley must be shitting himself. Uh, Someone told me Chuck Grassley's probably been shitting himself for years, but that's neither here nor there. Also, uh, according to prosecutors in Georgia, in finding Willis's office, Uh, Donald Trump, Rudy Giuliani, and Mark Mellows are all ineligible for cooperation agreements in Georgia. They're either going to have to plead guilty or go to trial. Willis's office is apparently refusing to offer them any sort of reduced charges to plead guilty to in exchange for their cooperation. Um, So I... Them's the breaks, bro. Like uh, everyone else apparently is going to have the opportunity to sit down uh, with investigators there with the opportunity to cooperate in exchange from, for some sort of more lenient sentence uh, than whatever they might receive should they be convicted at trial for RICO. And I suggest they get on that. <laughs> like not only uh, will the sentence be extremely, extremely severe should they be found guilty, uh, like a fucking rico trial that shit is expensive like it's going to drain their bank accounts Uh, i assume like trump's not even paying for a lot of these people's lawyers and like the easiest way to do this i mean you know of course if they're innocent and and i will offer them that consideration like yeah fight the case of trial but if you're guilty you better get up on this fucking plea bargain uh plea deal bandwagon better do it don't don't risk it and do it quick because the best deals are drying up. They're drying up quickly. Like Ben Shapiro's wife's vagina. Hey, look now, he's the one who put that information out there. I'm just repeating what he said straight from the horse's mouth. Also, you may or may not be aware that Republicans had subpoenaed Hunter Biden in their attempt to impeach him from ever holding office. <laughs> And he agreed, which is, you know, the joke there is Hunter Biden's never been a politician of any sort, never held any kind of political office. Uh, Anyway, he volunteered to testify publicly and Comer and other Republicans on the committee. They said, not like that. Can you have Hunter Biden out here telling the truth in front of the American public? No, no, no. He's got to testify behind closed doors so they can manipulate the testimony and leak whatever bits and pieces they think are the most incriminating while keep anything exonerating from, you know. Why doesn't James Comer want you to know what Hunter Biden has to say? 
What's he hiding? <laughs> That's my dra- dramatic recreation of of like some talking head trying to recount this insanity. But yeah, Hunter Biden's like, I'll come in. I'll answer every question. Nothing's off the table as long as we do it in public. And Republicans are like, oh, no, no. Kind of kind of shows you that it's all just a witch hunt, huh? And they've even like since admitted that the only reason they're doing this is because uh, Trump was impeached twice. So they want to make impeachment meaningless in the upcoming campaign they're like throwing trump bones where he could say you know well biden got impeached so we're both the same and like that is typically uh you know the pattern of behavior enacted by abusers right they abuse you and then accuse you of abusing them even though they're wholly responsible for all of the abuse yeah similar thing with this Next up, we have Rupert Murdoch. He is being deposed in yet another billion-dollar lawsuit, uh, this time by Smartmatic after having lost uh, the civil suit. Well, I guess they settled the civil suit with Dominion Voting Systems for nearly three-quarters of a billion dollars. Uh, Smartmatic was like, we're going to get in on that. And, you know, they've, of course, notified Fox News that they're not settling for anything less than a billion. And, uh, you know, I would imagine... That part of the problem for Fox News here is that Smartmatic, because of Dominion's hefty discovery work here, uh, Smartmatic knows where all the fucking bodies are buried, so they're going to hammer Fox even harder. I don't know why you got Rupert Murdoch up here, like, in court, testifying. Settle that. He's like Trump. He be out here just confessing shit, left and right. Uh, at least in court. I mean, if you read those court filings, it it, it was not great um, with all those de- depositions of Murdoch and Fox News hosts just just absolutely hammering the company. They're going to get absolutely destroyed if this civil case continues on and makes it to trial. So you might as well just pay up now. Just go ahead and pay them. Pay them the billion dollars. Take the L. Like it, it and it's so bad. Look. Fox is facing such a dire situation uh, with these lawsuits that uh, Trump had a town hall the other day and Fox News went out of their way to not only pre-record it, but to edit out the insane lies that Trump was saying because they don't want to lose more money. You know how much money they must be about to lose if they edit in Trump. Holy shit. And he said some insane shit that that we'll get to later. Hopefully, depending on how long this podcast goes. But like, if that was edited with the shit he said that was insane, imagine what they cut out. I can't. I can't even imagine. It must be absolutely bananas. But maybe, uh, I don't know, Fox News don't want to pay up that money because it appears as though the RNC is broke. Their fundraising is in the fucking toilet. Uh, and you can flush that shit along with the rest of the Republican Party. But yeah, anyway, so the Republican Party appears to be struggling. They have about $9 million in cash on hand, which is the least amount of money they've had in decades. 12 months before an election, that is. Uh, the DNC, on the other hand, appears to have at least double that, some somewhere close to $19 million cash on hand. Uh, and Biden's fundraising is crushing it right now. Uh, so if I were the Republicans, I'd be worried. I'd be worried. 
Trump Trump soaked up all your fucking donations because he started fundraising immediately after losing the 2020 election. And where'd all that money go? Who the fuck knows? But you know, maybe the well is dry. It's like maybe you've, you know, tapped every available resource. Nah. I would tell you guys good luck, but I hope you go fucking broke. Don't fund no don't don't fund any candidates in, in 2024. It's fine with me. Perfectly fine with me. Back to Trump's legal arguments, uh, and this is incredible because often you find Trump saying asinine things in public that are outright lies, but in court, often because you know facts matter, typically his lawyers have to at least provide some factual evidence regardless of whether or not the argument they're using the evidence to support is absurd. Um, so in this case, Trump's lawyers argued in court that their defense for Trump's attempt to overturn the 2020 election was that the Russians interfered in the 2016 election. <laughs> and so they, they would like to get a bunch of classified information from the government in, in discovery <laughs> uh, uh, surrounding the Russian interference in the 2016 election saying that that is the reason why so many people believe that the 2020 election was fraudulent and this of course like this is Russian hoax guy and his fucking lawyers telling you that Russia absolutely interfered in the 2016 election in court where facts matter <laughs> but in public they're like oh it's just a hoax <laughs> it's incredible it is like we're in the twilight zone Someone get me out. <laughs> Save me. Can, can can we indict him for that too? Since he admitted like the, the 2016 Russia election interference thing was real. I, I don't know. <sighs> anyway, Jennifer Little, yet another lawyer for Trump because his legal issues never seem to end. She testified to special counsel Jack Smith's team that she previously told Trump that he signed off on the classified document subpoena that was issued him by uh, the DOJ in an attempt to retrieve the classified documents that he had at Mar-a-Lago that he took from the White House. And if he signed off on that subpoena and said he had returned everything when he he in fact had not returned everything, that it would be a fucking crime. Like her exact words, it's going to be a crime. And guess what he did? He signed off on that subpoena saying he returned everything when he hadn't. So he committed a fucking crime and he knew it because his lawyer told him he's going to jail. Or at least he would if only he didn't have like a handpicked judge in place in South Florida that's going out of her way to tank the case. But uh, it's it's extraordinarily likely that... Uh, she's made a filing here ordering documents that Jack Smith introduced in the CEPA process, the Classified Information Procedures Act process that's supposed to protect classified information from being disclosed to the public. Like she's she's ordered some of those documents to be unsealed and made publicly available for Trump and co, uh, which, you know, will damage Jack Smith's prosecution. And I assume that that is going to pe- be appealed to the 11th Circuit and if there's any opportunity for Jack Smith to ask for her uh, her recusal, that request will be made. And hopefully we can get her about to paint and up out of the way of an open and shut uh, espionage slash obstruction case. Uh, fingers crossed. Otherwise, if, she, if she's not up out of the way, like this, this is never going to trial. 
it's never going to trial. She's she's doing everything that she can to bail Trump out here. Also, uh, two Republican officials in Arizona were indicted for failing to certify the 2022 midterm elections in their county on felony counts of conspiracy and interference with an election officer. Can we indict every Republican who conspired to illegally interfere with the certification process in in January of 2021? Can we do that? Can we get everybody? Not just these state officials, but like, you know, actual sitting House representatives and senators who were involved in, a, you know, a similar plot. Can can we get them? Is that possible? Why, why, is, why is it only the state people being indicted, man? We need to get some of these other dudes about it here, too. Like, we, we got to start treating these dudes like Pokemon. Got to catch them all. Or whatever the fucking theme song of Pokemon is. Uh, I don't know. I haven't, like, watched that since I was, like, 12 or something. Something like that. But, yeah. So, at least there are consequences for state officials. We can only hope that once Jack Smith concludes with this Washington, D.C. trial of Trump, that consequences for federal officials are coming. Fingers crossed. Also, Trump openly threatened to use the powers of the government should he be reelected to prosecute MSNBC. Yeah, that's it. You're definitely planning to go after the media, like saying it out loud, openly in public. And then, of course, uh, Steve Bannon was interviewing Cash Patel and reiterated the fact that that was going to happen, like double down, said it was absolutely going to happen. Uh, You know, he was going to go after not only his political opponents, but the media as well. And Kosh Patel saying that once he's appointed director of the CIA, he will be using all of the resources of the CIA to go after political opponents and media figures. And I know what you're thinking, right? The CIA, they're not supposed to be operating inside of the United States as if they give a fuck. And they're like, yeah, we're going to not only will the CIA be after everyone, we're going to install these fucking cronies in every area of the government, every fucking federal agency and bureau. We're going to fill it with cronies and they're going to spend the entirety of the second Trump administration, however many decades they want that to last, going after anyone that disagrees with Trump. So that's that's something fun to look forward to. Uh, you know, should should things not work out well for the Biden campaign next year, uh, you know, we can, we can enjoy having every federal law enforcement agency uh, going after dissidents and protesters and, and anyone who doesn't necessarily support Trump. Fun times. I'm sure they're going to come after me. Uh, you know, I've already had the Secret Service show up at my door once before. I wouldn't be surprised to see it happen a second time. But, that, that, you know, that's we'll save that for another day. It also appears as though uh, one Kenneth Cheesebro, who has since entered a guilty plea in the Fulton County, Georgia investigation, you know, the Rico, the Rico case against Trump in Georgia, um, that guy has also been having conversations with investigators in Nevada about their fake election plot. Hmm. Sounds like, you know, he needs to shore up uh, any potential legal liabilities he might have elsewhere, given, you know, like, once you plead guilty in one place, if you were doing the same crime in multiple jurisdictions, like, you gotta go clean up behind yourself everywhere else. 
And that seems like what he's doing. Uh, you know, dotting his I's and crossing, well, dotting his T's and crossing his I's because, you know, that's how Trump's legal team usually works. <laughs> and that was just last week when Cheeseboro was out in Nevada. So guess what happened today? Of course, it was inevitable. Nevada law enforcement indicted the Nevada fake electors. Yay! But yes, we'll we'll talk about that a bit more on the next episode when the girls are back, along with a number of other developments, uh, like the filing by Jack Smith's office uh, about yet another co-conspirator in Trump's circle who's currently unindicted, uh, who attempted to incite a riot in Detroit on Election Day of 2020 after Trump saw that once the votes were being counted that he was going to lose... You know, he was saying that a uh, co-conspirator in Trump's circle attempted to incite a riot in order to stop the counting of the vote. <laughs> Some like a knockoff Brooks Brother riot type shit. Uh, and, and this gets to Trump's motivations on January 6th. Uh, we'll, we'll get into that on the next episode of the podcast. As well as Speaker Mike Johnson coming out publicly saying that he was going to be re- releasing more sensitive footage from the attack on the Capitol on 1-6 but he would be blurring the faces of individuals who were involved in the attack that day in order to save them from being prosecuted by law enforcement officials <laughs> you know that's that's either obstructing justice or providing aid and comfort to insurrectionists I don't know we'll discuss that more deeply on the next episode also, Kevin McCarthy's announced that he will be retiring from Congress at the end of this year. Uh, you know, we're getting closer and closer to nuking Republicans' majority in the House. And also, we'll be discussing Trump's comments at the town hall that was uh, moderated by none other than Fox News' own Sean Hannity, where Trump acknowledged that he will be a dictator on day one. Come on, media, you got to cover this shit a little bit better than you're doing or else we're going to be dead um but look there is hope because after republicans got demolished in elections just a couple of weeks ago uh they couldn't help but trip and fall all over themselves to tell you how biden was still polling behind trump so you know this was bad for democrats well guess what guess what the media is not telling you two weeks later joe biden is ahead of trump in the polls Mm. not doing their jobs. And that concludes this episode of Part of the Insurrection. <laughs>